0: The
1: from the rich eisen show studio in los angeles
0: no one thinks anything of us
1: this is the
0: rich eisen show and who in this here national radio mosh pit has been saying over and over over and over again. Rich Eisen. Earlier on the show, host of Pro Football Talk, Mike Florio. Yahoo! Sports columnist, Dan Wetzel. Co-host of Good Morning Football, Jason McCordy. Coming up, from the showtime drama, City on a Hill, actor Kevin Bacon. Uh, in And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the show right here on this very busy Friday. This is the last weekend coming up this weekend in which all 32 teams will not be fully constituted and active in their facilities for the rest of the calendar year by this point next week every team in the NFL will be in training camp every player fully constituted going through the, their whole season preparation with the exception God. of whoever's going to hold out um, but that's I'm, I'm so fired up and uh, I hope you are too Kevin Bacon's here in studio. We're going to have a great conversation with him coming up in just about 15 minutes time. Fantastic. Will be great. Great fun. Uh, um, celebrity true or false with him. We've already done one with him. His last time he was here three years ago. But his uh, his career is so uh, deep and vast and and, and a lush history, uh, we can do it again. And we will. We kick off our number three with the latest on a story that we have been following all week long (laughs) we have been all over this story and there is some news to update it all started while i was away on vacation in italy with the news that heinz field would now be called accra stadium and the only thing i'm not about of completely <laughs> is what the hell AquaSure does. No idea. None. You can read you can read you can read what they do and you're like, huh? Say that again. What is it? Are they import export? <laughs> they are importers and exporters. Uh, yeah, they're they're the Vandalay industries of whatever <laughs> industry they're in. Jenko Alba? And so what happened uh eventually this week was the ketchup bottles that have been in Heinz Field representing the title sponsor's name the pittsburgh based company's name the ketchup bottles were removed taken down and uh, we were all week long saying where are the bottles where are know? they uh, we still don't know we're, we're we're trying to find out but i guess there's a heinz museum there yeah, I think, I think yeah. you cool. Chris suggested put it in the airport. Yo, I right, mean, right next right to Franco Franco and, Franco and, George, and George Washington, Washington right down from the uh, right down from the Fred Rogers display. Yeah.
2: Yes. So, next to the dinosaur. All great ideas. All great
0: ideas. All germane conversation. Um now though, the Steelers announced yesterday there is in fact a newfound relationship between the Steelers and the good people at Heinz Ketchup. Oh, yes. Uh, Kraft, Heinz, and the Steelers have reached a verbal deal. Oh, uh, those- I, I'm assuming their word is their bond. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> word bond.
0: A five-year relationship, Whoa. according to the Steelers, that will allow Heinz to maintain a presence at the place that no longer will be called, as you know. Heinz <laughs>
2: Field. Shirt,
0: um, now, the uh, according to this story that I am reading in the Pittsburgh Post Gazette, it is entirely possible this new deal will allow the ketchup bottles to return. Nice. They'll dump nice. for the red zone. The rent <laughs> stays like before. <laughs> Also, where do they accept? I'm imagining it's, you know, not the same amount of money as AcroShare is bringing in. <laughs> but uh, hey, Steeler fans, feeling down about AcroShare, not feeling too AcroShare about your feelings, how you're going to get through this. Very troubling times of Heinz Field no longer being called that, even though it's the same stadiums in the memories. No one's coming to take it away from you. Still got to take the same route to get to the stadium. Yeah. It, it does, does appear bruises. that the ketchup bottles may actually stay. Turn the machines back on <laughs> wherever the ketchup bottles are. <laughs> get them and bring them back. Come on, Steelers. They couldn't have gone far. Accra yeah, sure yeah, might be. Yeah. AcroSure might be. Hey, we're spending... Um, a buck 50 year. Mm-hmm. up to maybe three 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 hundred large <laughs> and um I don't want to see a big ass catch a bottle in there people might still think it's Heinz field they're gonna call
2: it they might not here. be so aqua sure what to call it <laughs> also rich that statement say Heinz would still have a presence in the stadium wait Yes. Yeah, they of course. Said, because what are they going to do? Take away Heinz? Like you're going to have like Eddie from uh, National Lampoon's yeah. Vacation, real tomato ketchup Correct. Eddie? Like, are you going to have cat soup? Cat soup. Yeah. Like, why are some We're ketchup spelled like catsup. that? Yeah. You call it cat soup? Well, that's how it's spelled no, sometimes. Cat soup. <laughs>
0: like, so no, Rich, I just read an article
2: that? on NBC Sports. What? Heinzfield red zone will remain without the ketchup bottle. What? Without. Not Heinz Field. NBC Sports. Nine twenty-one this morning. Yeah, you're you're reading about what uh, what Florio
0: posted. I've got the same thing here. It still says that. Uh, Do you think the no, uh, are uh, back? no, 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 no. Just, just stick to the oh, just okay. just stick to the levers and the buttons. Oh, Mike. According 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 to according, according, according to, uh, <laughs> according to <laughs> the, the, the Steelers back, executive right. quoted here, there's a lot that needs to be covered in terms of detail.
2: A lot of but my French fries need to be covered by ketchup, but too. we're so.
0: <laughs> working on an opportunity where we can have a bottle visible a bottle. at the stadium. Okay. Yes. Come on. Okay. I'm sorry. Acresure Stadium is large enough to not only have a Heinz ketchup bottle on display, but also to leave everybody wondering what the hell Acresure really does. And some <laughs> football winning football because Mike Tomlin does not have losing season. So that's your update on the story that we have been all over. Important, Like ketchup on a hot dog. It's a bird thing. So there's that. <laughs> Got that out of the way. A little ketchup before our bacon. <laughs>
3: Hey-o.
0: What's more likely? NFL style. Let's,
3: that's a funny, let's roll. Go. Hit it. Hit it. Hit it. Go. What? What's more likely?
0: Never say never, but never. What do you got over there, Chris?
1: Hey, guys, what's up? What's up, Chris? Everybody good? What up? Friday. All right, (laughs) two players we talk a lot about on this show, Jimmy G and Lamar Jackson. What's more likely to happen first, guys? Jimmy G gets a new team or Lamar gets a new deal? Uh, Lamar gets a new deal. That's more likely to happen, and that's likely to
0: happen in the next couple of days
1: breaking news here? I'm not breaking
0: news. The the training camp starts Tuesday. Oh? You got a whole weekend (laughs) to work on it. I don't know. You heard heard, um, Florio in Hour 1 talk about how Jimmy G maybe late August, early September rosters get set. Uh, I mean, yeah.
1: That's no good. I'll go Lamar new contract before that. What else? All right, here we go. Uh, Cleveland Browns breaking news. Josh Rosen is there. To be the backup, maybe. I don't know. How about this? LA, who's more likely? LA college quarterback with more 2022 starts. Darnold or Rosen? Josh Rosen or Sam Darnold. Oh,
0: man. (laughs) Wow. How about Rosen taking Baker Mayfield's spot in Cleveland because Baker has to go to Carolina and share the same quarterback room is Sam Darnold. I mean,
1: what the hell is happening? If, if I put combined starts for those two guys at 0. .5, over or under? I
0: will say Rosen doesn't start a game for Cleveland, that Jacoby Brissett will start the games for Cleveland. Okay. Um, And I will say Mayfield gets the job in Carolina, but Darnold starts a couple of games due to whatever injury that Baker Mayfield might suffer. How about that?
1: I think that's most That's logical. the most likely. Yeah, most logical. Okay.
0: But if you're asking me there,
1: I will take Darnold over Rosen in terms of starts this year. I just yes, want sir. Josh to do well. Me I like too, man. Kid. He's one of our favorites. Okay, Kyler Murray got paid, uh, as we talked about all day yesterday. What's more likely, Cardinals miss the playoffs in 2022 or win a playoff game?
0: I say it's more likely they win a playoff game this year. Yeah. No oh, D hop for six weeks. No D hop for six weeks. I will say it's more likely that they win a playoff game this year. I I I just firmly believe that they're going to be a better team and that at some point they're going to put something together, and I think this year they will do it. I truly do. Now, um, I don't know how many teams are going to make it out of the NFC West, and I'm concerned about Lance's consistency in his first full year of starting. I think the Niners are going to have to reap the whirlwind a little bit here, with Lance starting there will be ups and downs I hope it is completely smooth and I don't know how many teams are going to make it out of the central I mean out of the uh, south and I think maybe one or two teams could like could the Vikings make it out of the north and as you know I think the Eagles and Cowboys make it out of the east I think Arizona is a playoff team this year and I think they get in and I think they win
1: one that's more likely low-key move yesterday not sure you guys noticed this uh tom brady has a new receiving target kyle rudolph going down to tampa yes makes me think gronk is actually done done does not make me think that at all what's more likely kyle rudolph catches eight or more touchdowns or gronk comes back gronk comes back let me tell you something here
0: and we love kyle rudolph here as well right He's been great to be here he's on this program. A, he's Been a really good and, player. I think Brady and him will mesh very well. October rolls around, and Rudolph. Let's say Rudolph has four touchdowns by that point in time, okay. which would be terrific. That would be great, wouldn't it? I'll take that fantasy. Hey, hey, uh, hey, Tommy. I'm. You know, I got a little. I'm, I've got an itch. What do you think? Do you think they'll let me scratch it? Or hey, uh, Gronk. Stuff's going great here. Yeah, we
1: moved
0: on. No, 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 no. Stuff's going great here with Kyle and oh. and Cameron, uh, Cameron, you know? Did you see all those Camerons do well at the at St. Andrews earlier this uh this summer and Gronk'll be like St. Woo? <laughs> and so um he'll still take them. You can run two tight end sets. Okay. Just ask just ask Brady with Gronk. You know? So, yeah. I am not looking at Kyle Rudolph signing and saying, well, that's a closed door on Rob Gronkowski. But why would Gronk come back? What does he have to prove? Because he wants to win games and he loves playing. And if he does come Some back, do, he and Tommy go into the Hall of Fame together.
1: Oh, why not? Why I wouldn't d- you want d- to do that if Because that you're dude's Gronk? body is beat to crap, of I still think man. Tom's playing... The next like two years. All right. All right. Uh, you love Trey Lance, Rich. I've heard you talk about him. You <laughs> Just love Trey ago, Lance. Like right? he's a son,
0: Chris. Well, although I did say I was a little concerned about his consistency level moments ago. You have ago. no
1: doubt in your mind that, that he's that the starter? he's in the starter and he's going to play well. And it's his team. Even though he hasn't played in two years. But you need to see a little bit more out of Russell Wilson for some reason, even though he's probably going to the Hall of Fame and he has all kinds of great weapons around him. So, what's more likely? Who's more likely to have the better fantasy year, Trey Lance or Russell Wilson?
0: Oh, I'll go with Russell Wilson on that front.
1: But you need to see more
0: out of him, though. I know. I thought. I know. But I'm. I am. I am. Uh, I am.
1: Uh, but you need to see more. What I, do you mean? I, I'm not
0: going to keep talking myself into something.
2: <laughs> I'm not going to keep doing that. But he's seen nothing out of Trey, Chris. So I've That's...
0: seen. I, I'm just expect it's Trey Lance's team. I said that. And I said, Trey Lance, excuse me, all Trey Lance needs to do, as I said, is show up, stay healthy, know the playbook, be confident, see it and rip it. That's tough to do when you are doing it for the first time in the NFL. Uh, You could name on one hand the first year NFL quarterback starters over the last, what, 15 years who were stellar. Coming out of the box, their first year starting. Cam Newton. You got Cam, but you also have Mahomes. You've got well, Justin. Oh, Justin Herbert. First year starting. Yeah. As a first year starter in the NFL. Sometimes it's not your rookie season. Like right. Mahomes, it's not your rookie season. Herbert. I mean, you could go back to Ben, Big Ben, right? I mean, it's so rare. Handed it off a lot. So Russ, if you're just talking about fantasy, you're talking about numbers. numbers. I will take Russ.
1: Okay. What else? All right, last uh, last one, guys. We had a great time with Najee Harris this week. We did. Really, really enjoyed talking to him. Great personality. Did you see the video today of Nick Chubb squatting like 8,000 pounds? Yes. Whew. AFC North running back. Who's more likely to finish with more yards this year, Najee Harris or Nick Chubb? I'll take Najee Harris. Nick Chubb has not been sta- – when was
0: the last time Nick played all 16 or 17? When was that happen? And plus, uh, Nick's, Nick sometimes gives way to Kareem Hunt. That's the biggest issue right there. That's it. Another this is great Najee. Oh, 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 that's Naj- oh, that's Najee. I
1: mean, if I told you Nick Chubb had more yards than Najee Harris last year? I would believe it. Okay. 1259 to 1200 there you Just go. saying. Okay. I'll take right. Najee. Okay. You want to take Chubb? You take Chubb. Uh, I didn't have him in my top ten, but I like, I like right. Najee Harris. Very good. If I agree, Rich. It's just like Kareem Hunt's too
2: talented. You got to... Work him in as much as you can as well. How Najee
0: so, saying, "You know, I, I'll, I'll he dropped a GD. I'll get 500 carries. I hope he doesn't. That's, That's great so stuff. Many go, to our, go to our YouTube page for if you uh, missed uh, Najee Harris's appearance. I hope this he realizes 500 is too many. All right, great, great, great. Uh, great what's more likely? <laughs> yeah, what's let's have fun. Let's, let's take let's a break because, because we got now. Kevin Bacon, man. Kevin Bacon coming out. That's next on the Rich Eisen show. Helpful and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at o'ReillyAuto.com/slash Eisen. That's o'ReillyAuto.com/slash Eisen. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least. Welcome back to the Rich Eisen Show. Our terrestrial radio audience will join us in a few short minutes, but it's all good uh, because we have one of our favorite guests back here uh, talking about one of my favorite shows on Showtime, City on a Hill. Season 3 is ready to roll, coming on the last day of this month, Sunday, July 31st, 10 p.m. Eastern on Showtime. One of the many
3: things we'll be talking about with Kevin Bacon back here in studio. Good to see you, sir. This is the nicest, most comfortable guest chair of any Show that I. Are you uh, serious? Yeah, I really love this chair. No kidding. I love the way it feels. I like the leather. It's got a good look. It it, um, brings out my eyes. Well, it's yours to keep. Thank you. If you'd like it, you know, you can travel with it if you'd
0: like it. Hey, pack this thing up, will you? There you go. I, I love it. I love that you're comfortable. Uh, and i love that city on a hill is is back again man the way you play jackie roar is uh raw i mean how do i how do i pronounce it really i mean how do you Roar, Roar? Roar. okay jackie roar uh not not the nicest guy not the best guy but uh one of the best anti-heroes that i've i've seen in quite some time uh here's a scene uh season number three uh jackie is out of the policing business it was technically not really in it either but um uh, jill hennessy plays your wife uh and it's good to see you guys back together a little bit here yeah uh and this is a scene a city on a hill season three on showtime coming up
2: i haven't had your whistle in months
3: man starts over again every day in spite of all he knows against all he knows you sure you want to work in Beacon Hill? Yesterday you said I was a lazy s**t sh- You compared me to your degenerate father and you beat my balls like scrambled eggs. So yeah, two grand a week cash to make sure the Dryden's doors are locked? That's the right decision.
2: I know you, Jackie. Now it's more to this than just the money. Now, you like feeling like a cop again.
3: Wrong. I don't miss that life a single bit. Good for you. Ah, you got your first lie of the day out of the way. I love it, man. So pr- pretty much the the whistling is the only thing you don't have to bleep in this That's scene. pretty much Yes, <laughs> we, we had to bleep a few things out.
0: I can only imagine when you get the page in front of you and you see the the language that they put in your mouth. It's kind of like a... I what, refuse like, to do it. No, but it must be like
3: cutting into a nice piece of steak. It's right? great. No, the, the, they write great stuff for this man. I mean, I always have. Uh, I never have a scene that I look at and go, eh, I don't really have much to do here, you know, and, and in, a, in a series that, you know, we've done three seasons of, that's pretty unusual. I I, I, I think that uh, it's, it's been a great testament to the writers that they they give Jackie cool stuff to play. Yep. City on a Hill
0: back here on the Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio outfit. The City on a Hill season three coming up at the end of the month. Kevin Bacon is here in studio. Aldous Hodge has been here before talking about this show. Love it. Tucker was in season one. He was terrific in Mm -hmm. it as well. Um, and Jackie Roar, your character's now in security, right? That's the way this is rolling right now? Yeah, well, Jackie,
3: you know, left the FBI at the end of, uh, well, got dumped from the FBI at the end of season two and uh, threw his badge in the Boston Harbor and swore that he would never be back. And you find them in this season sort of picking up some shifts, tending bar and make a couple of bucks, but basically sitting on his couch and watching cartoons all day. Mm -hmm. And uh, his wife, played so well by by Jill Hennessy, says... Uh, you know, you got to get out of the house. I didn't like you being an FBI agent, but this is ridiculous. You're mm. just a, you're a waste of space right now. So uh, this this ex FBI um, uh, special agent in charge, who's played by Corbin Burnson, mm. uh, comes knocking on my door and says, "Listen, I, I, he's he's a very wealthy man and he lives in Beacon Hill and he needs some private security for his family. His daughter's a little bit out of control, so I get this job." working uh with in his house with his daughter and his new uh young wife and things get very complicated very fast.
0: Well, this is not your first rodeo obviously, not just even with this character but playing somebody, you know, from the Boston area and yeah. things of that nature. Who are you basing Jackie Rohr on? Are you basing on anybody? Well, in you know, it's
3: interesting because I sometimes I really have to dig deep into trying to figure out who a character is and i definitely did that in in uh after the fact with jackie mm-hmm. but when i read the first scene in the first pilot mm-hmm. those years ago when we started i don't know i just heard him i saw the way he would move i saw the way he would look the wardrobe the hair the mustache the whole the whole thing that it he just kind of ca- came to me and i don't really know it's not anybody specific, mm-hmm. um, but it is a, uh, you know, there's a, there's a, I think of it as the, the culture of Boston and Philadelphia is a little bit like this, you know, where I grew up, which mm-hmm. is a, it's a, a large East coast city, but it really feels like a small town. And especially in Boston, there's always somebody, you somebody always knows a guy, <laughs> you know, yeah, right. oh, you need that. Yeah. I know a guy, you know, and and that—that's really the culture that Jackie comes from. He—he he, he knows a guy, or sometimes he is the guy. That's right. He knows a guy, or he is the guy. Right. I love that, and I
0: love this show. I really do. The whole thing, uh, from soup to nuts. You should start it at season one. Obviously, if this—if you're picking it up uh, right now, City on a Hill, it premieres again Sunday, July thirty-first, ten p.m. Eastern on on Showtime. Are you are you watching any sports
3: these days? You are you are
0: you checking things out or you're I'm not, a net fan any still? Is that yeah, your, no, no, is no. no. I, I
3: definitely was was loving the um the, the, the basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm not quite as much of a baseball fan. I'm one of those sort of like come now is when I'll start. Okay. You know, after yeah. the All Star Birds is when I start to sort of like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, get get into it. The thing that I really like about uh baseball. Hmm. Which is interesting, and I'm, I'm sure you guys talk about this all the time, is that it's probably the most theatrical of the sports in right. that okay. there's these giant close-ups mm-hmm. of internal human drama yes. playing out as a, as, a, as opposed to, you know, when you're watching I and the coverage is so great now that you do get the, the close-ups, but basically, you're, you know, watching basketball is a little bit more of a, you know, it's, it's more of a... Dance, or it's more of a you know. If if I'm tying it to theater, you know, it's a little Mm -hmm. bit more like that. Uh Whereas baseball is like, you know, and you zoom in, yeah, just like what's going on inside people's minds, and that that's what that's what's really fun to me. But I was going to ask you about something, yes, Kevin, and that is that, um, or anybody else that wants to chime in. I was thinking about the. um, I don't know if you saw uh, the Adam Sandler um, sports movie that's yeah. on hustle yeah hustle, hustle yeah. right
0: um we, we had the actor who uh who played the basketball player juancho ernan gomez in that seat just a couple of weeks ago
3: yeah right yeah. so he's great mm-hmm. and i'm i'm what i'm thinking about is athletes as actors athletes yes. as you know performances have you guys ever done like I don't know, just talked about what are the best performances by professional athletes. Oh,
0: no, no doubt about it, yeah. right?
3: Like, wouldn't you say um, Ray Allen and he got game? Ray Allen and he got game? Yeah, yeah, was yeah, terrific. Yep. How about Kevin Garnett in uh, Uncut Gems? Have you yes. seen that? Yes. Also with Sandler, yeah. terrific. Yeah, Sandler's good at turning basketball players into actors right now. I thought He's Kenny nice. Smith was amazing, also in the in yep. the as the agent. As the agent, yep. yeah, and that's different because you're playing, not a. Mm-hmm. You know, not an a, right. a, a, a athlete. So, so anyway, I'm trying
0: to think
2: who else... Who, who are come to the rock in this?
0: The rock. as no, I don't know about that. We're talking about somebody who's like an actual professional athlete. <laughs> LeBron in LeBron Trainwreck was... Hilarious. You okay, well,
3: that's a little controversial what we just heard right there. You, don't, you don't think The Rock yeah. was yeah, an actual right. professional athlete? As
2: a wrestling you fan, know. I take
0: Come on now. I mean, but, all right. Did I did I just really start? He also was a football player. He played in the CFL. Yeah, that's right, he was a football player. Yeah, but The Rock was not like. You're talking about Ray Allen. Ray Allen is. Was, okay, yeah. You Ray- mean like active, kind of? Yeah, that's what I'm. Yes, like an active. I don't, do you think of The Rock as an athlete turned actor now? I don't think, I think about of that. wrestlers as athletes uh, for yeah, sure. I, I do
3: actually, but, you oh, know, okay. I, I, I once got this, this, this Uh-oh. was a big no. moment for oh. me. Okay. <laughs> Every once in a while you get mistaken for somebody else. And within the course of, uh, you know, about two weeks, I got mistaken as MacGyver. Richard Anderson? Yeah, but we're, we're going back a few years, but somebody <laughs> said, Aren't you MacGyver? I was like, no. <laughs> But then, right on the heels of that, I got mistaken as Hunter.
1: Oh, oh Fred Dreyer? Fred Dreyer? Fred Dreyer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. I thought so, you were
1: going to say Bon Jovi. I can yeah. see someone mistaking see, you, you, you for bon, bon, Jovi? bon Jovi. Well, no,
3: I was trying to stay on the sports thing. Uh, <laughs>
1: yeah. well, he's been
3: mistaken for Bon Jovi before. Been been for bon but, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but I just thought, I don't know, man. That I was kind of like, yeah. You think? <laughs> Am I getting a little too big? Is it? Uh... Fred dryer. <laughs> I mean, you were
1: sure. shredded in that
3: Is clip my that neck, we saw. Do I have that kind of a neck? No. All right. No, no, okay. I was. Uh, I was. Yeah. I was digging it. I'm just kind of.
0: I'm. I'm. I'm still like reeling. Like, did I? Did I really just offend the Rock? No. No,
3: <laughs> no. 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 He'll get over it.
1: You offended yes, me. He's <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is there any other? Any other sports? Like, I mean, does Carl Weathers count? Does Jim Brown count?
3: T- oh yeah, Jim Brown. Jim Well,
0: Jim. You know Reggie Jackson uh, in the Naked Gun, killing the Queen, threatening to kill the Queen.
2: Arnold might get a little upset. Kyrie
3: Shorts and Uncle and Drew. No, I don't know. Can we use what was way?
0: Kyrie? Lifter?
2: Uncle Drew. The oh, basketball. I didn't yeah, see that. Basketball. Yeah.
0: I'm, okay. I like it though. Good question. Terry
1: Bradshaw. Merlin. Terry Bradshaw. Did you
0: said Terry Bradshaw on Cannonball Run.
2: Is that where you're going with on that one?
1: Yeah. Is mean, he in that one? Howie or is been in in a couple.
3: How long? Yeah.
2: Burt
1: Reynolds count. He played at Florida State. Yeah, man. Burt Reynolds played. Yeah. So you just
2: opened a whole can of worms.
0: Yeah. Kurt
1: Russell played yeah. minor league yeah. baseball. Did you ever play anything?
3: No. You never. Uh, No, I'm a terrible athlete. Um, (laughs) I think I've I've told you this story before. (laughs)
1: Basketball movie, Kevin.
3: I told you this story. I made a uh, a much much inferior movie to Hustle, where I played a coach who was scouting basketball players Mm -hmm. in Africa, and I have to play in the in the movie and our uh technical advisor who was with me all the time while we were shooting the movie was is the beloved Bob McAdoo and Bob once in an interview said the hardest thing he ever had to do in his entire career was make Kevin Bacon look like a basketball player so that was that was a real badge of honor for me. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> Bob <talking> McAdoo's <laughs> toughest thing he's ever had to do. Oh, We're oh, talking the air up there. My, oh, my gosh. I right. yeah, wish I had that movie It's funny. Yeah.
0: Kevin Bacon here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, we've done this before with you, but since you've got such a vast filmography and television career, uh, we've come up with yet more um, celebrity true or false uh, items for you where you have said things or things have been said about your career that we need to know if they're true or false. Okay? Okay. Here we go. We've got a drop for it. Hit it. Hit it.
3: Celebrity true or false. You can't handle the truth.
0: Well, you're familiar with that scene as well, that drop, I think, right there. Okay, very good. Uh, good drop. First up, for Kevin Bacon, celebrity, true or false, true or false, you spent the money you made from your first movie within a week. Yes. That is a true story.
3: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah.
0: And this was and this was,
3: uh, Animal House? Animal House, yeah. Yeah, and that would be about 77, maybe 78, something like that. And how
0: much did you make from Animal
3: House? You know, maybe uh, t- uh, 2,000 bucks. Three thousand bucks, something like that. Two, two grand, three grand. Yeah. And you spend it within a week. And I, and back then I didn't even have an agent, so I didn't have to pay ten percent. <laughs> so it's the full thing. Listen, I was living large, man, and I right, yeah, I spent it and uh, had to get go with my tail between my legs and back to my my job as a waiter. What you spend it on? Do you remember? Well, I don't know. We do we have to get into that? <laughs> It was. Ah, it it was, it was the '70s, you know. Yeah. Look it up. <laughs> Platform shoes. Platform shoes. <laughs> okay. That was it. A new pair of roller disco skates. Two grand in ah. '78 is pretty nice, right? Wow. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Listen. Yeah. Listen. Yes, it was. Uh, it guess. was big. It was big money for me. Well, you're hanging with Belushi, so <laughs> I guess okay. Very good.
0: Uh, next up, true <laughs> or false? Kevin Bacon to prepare for your role in Footloose you attended classes at a high school in utah at the age of 24 pretending to be a transfer student from philadelphia is that
3: That, true that's true yeah (laughs) yeah what the hell really yeah you know uh i i have always been somebody that uh, to the extent that i can likes to do a ride along you know we call that a ride along uh like like when you're playing a cop you know you'll you'll go out on a on a on a run mm-hmm. um, that's probably like the silliest ride along in history but uh, I, I I had um, doubts about being able to pull off uh, at 24 you know being a 17 year old kid and I, I felt like maybe I needed to just experience what that was like as well as experience what it would be i I, I grew up in Philadelphia and went to school in Philadelphia so I never I was never, my parents didn't move around. and never had to move into a new place or a new town. Not until I moved to New York to become an actor. So to be a fish out of water and to uh, see what it would be like to thrown into a, you know, a culturally different sort of place was, uh, I felt important. So how deep did you get? Like, did you literally have a full day of classes? A full day of classes, yeah. And the only people that knew were <laughs> the, uh, the principal. The principal was the only one. Like, none of the students, none of the teachers knew. So the teachers were actually <laughs> super annoyed that I was coming in in the middle of the year, you know, and, the, and they, they definitely had a, um, you know, who are you, big shot city kid, you know, kind of thing. But it was a lot of stuff that actually related a lot to what I actually had to go through in the, in the movie, and I, I, I actually learned a lot from doing it, like, you know, like actual academics did you take no tests not actually no like no, did, no no did no. you have to do the work no not the, ac- okay. the academics That's just right. the just the attitude you know i had this i'll give you an example i had an attitude that there was a shot of me coming into the school and walking in the first day mm-hmm. and i had an attitude that that having been raised in the big city on the east coast as the character was mm-hmm. that i would be sort of you know badass kind of you know strolling down the hall you know hey if, you know Go ahead and give me get your best shot. When I actually got into that situation, I was so terrified that I was like walking down the hall and just keeping my head down. You know what I mean? And and trying to you know not get my ass kicked basically, and and you know going into the bathroom and the, and the, these big you know corn fed dudes would come in and you know sort of start hassling me. And that's not something that I really e- expected, and so I adjusted the performance in the movie to reflect more of that.
0: How about that?
3: When was the last time you held an LP version of the Footloose soundtrack? I'd say about. Uh, I signed one about two days ago. Did wow. you really? Yeah.
0: Wow. Well, here's another one. Oh, nice. There you go. There's that one. These are yours, Mike Del yeah, So
2: That's actually from my collection.
0: There you go. When and then, was what was DJ. the last time? I, ate. <laughs> <laughs> I love
2: it. We need the Walkman. Oh, here's the Walkman, right? And, or, by
0: the way, and here's, the, here's a picture disc version. There you go. Oh, okay. Those are like... What was the last time you held a picture well, disc that, version? That's of these? been
3: a while. What is a picture disc? <laughs> what? Mike, what is a picture disc? It
2: has the picture of the album on the actual LP itself, which is oh, amazing.
3: But this doesn't play the movie. Yes. Oh, no, it does no, play. No, 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 That's, that's the actual no, do, album. But that, would a, the that would be that would be laser disc. Right, I actually do have right.
2: the laser disc of that. because it's pl- top. I Right. Love that and Saturday Night Fever were my two favorite soundtracks ever. Oh yeah, it was a good As soundtrack I mean, for sure. The soundtracks amazing.
3: Have you ever met Kenny Longins? Oh yeah, yeah. We I've 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 done the song with him. Yeah. What? Yeah, we uh, uh, you know, we were at a benefit or something like that. Then our paths have crossed a, a number of times. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Here, I'll take those back.
0: You might be requested to. Uh, oh,
3: okay. I'm happy. happy to do it. Okay,
0: uh next one. Celebrity true or false with Kevin Bacon. True or false while filming Apollo 13 scenes in the zero gravity plane could only occur in 25 second bursts, so the plane performed 612 dives. Is that true or
3: false? That's true. Yeah, Damn. they're called parabolas. Uh it's really the only way to duplicate zero gravity on earth and basically what you do is you fly out over the Gulf of Mexico and from you know houston from where uh... they were leaving from nasa and you go straight up uh... and then you dive and during the dive the centrifugal force and the gravitational pull balance out for twenty five seconds so we did it just as a sort of research thing and then um... right along type thing yes and then uh... Um, Ron Howard, who directed the film, was having a conversation with Steven Spielberg, who he was talking to about the movie and stuff. And Spielberg suggested that the that we build the sets up there and actually use the zero gravity. So, Ron was able to convince NASA to let us do it. And uh, yeah, myself and Bill Paxton and, and Tom Hanks and I went up and did 612. You say, I guess. I which
0: remember. one was which one
3: of you three was able to handle it the best? Do you think? Um. Well, I. I can tell you that they gave us some pretty serious uh, uh, anti-nausea drugs. And the com- it was a combination of drugs because the, the serious anti-nausea drug was so uh, uh, was such a downer that basically you just would want to sleep through the whole flight. So in order to combat that, you had to take some, some kind of speed. Wow. So we'd take them both at the same time, and then you'd kind of wait for it to see which one was going to kick in um first and uh one day both tom and bill if i remember correctly decided to go a little bit cowboy and not take them and they were not doing well now um <laughs> they went I, cold turkey they just yeah, went yeah they decided up to just yeah and i was i was having none of it and um <laughs> i was like yeah better living through chemistry the i uh so it <laughs> You know, I never puked. Um, I did have some moments of nausea, but it really is a is a question of whether or not you are prone uh, to, you know, car sickness or boat sickness or whatever it is. You know, some people are more prone to it. And I remember uh, there was a guy who was a big guy, big, you know, kind of football player type guy, grip, and um, he uh, he came up with us on the first run and never went up again. He just was completely incapacitated, you know, just puking after puke after puke after puke. They give you a thing, they call it an airman's corsage. You you have to they aside from our wardrobe, our costumes, everybody else had to be in, in um, uh, jumpsuits and 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 jack boots, you know, mm-hmm. to, to that was just the that was just the deal. And so you take the vomit bags and you have these kind of like pockets up here and you stick them down in with the with the top open, like yeah. kind of billing out like a corsage. So that any given moment you could just take it out, you could just take it, reach it right out, and uh, and a lot of people were doing that.
0: So this is the real deal. Like you it went was the through the real
3: deal because Spielberg told Ron Howard that exactly. you should put him through the real deal. Yeah, Spielberg told Ron, and Ron told us, and, and then it. I told my wife, and my wife said, "Are you out of your mind? <laughs> You're going to go up in that thing every day." And then there was a problem with the plane, and then. So we, the plane got grounded, and then we had to go back to it. So it ended up being a lot of work. Incredible.
0: Last one for you. Um, I guess this is going to be true since you talked about the ride-alongs here. Uh, you spent some time at Quantico preparing for your role as Captain Jack Ross and A Few Good Men.
3: Yeah, I did, that's true. I did. What was that like? Well, great. Uh, listen, I, I think I've played, uh, strangely, three or four Marines. Um, I, and I think that's the only— might be the only branch of the military that I've ever done, which is mm-hmm. just Marines. Um, I like to say that I could make it through about five minutes of boot camp. I mean, I would be like, "Get me out of here!" <laughs> but I really, I really felt a, a need uh, to, in in every instance, to try to be as believable as I would as at one character as I would be at Jackie Roar, you know, for mm-hmm. instance. And Marines, you know, they do have something that's like very specific about them in the way that they move and the way that they engage and the way that they, their, their attention to detail, for instance, on the uniform and um, uh, in, you know, protocol and, and this sort of, you know, brothership that you hear a lot about. And so to, to get a sense of that and to basically be with marines is like the best way to play one i think so i spent some time so you spent some
0: time there yeah okay and um when you see i I imagine at some point if you are watching television and flipping around a few good men will pop up it Mm -hmm. seems like it's playing it's got to be playing right now somewhere when you see the final scene what do you think of when you see the final scene
3: what i think of in that final scene is uh how you know i I've, I've gotten an opportunity to work with a lot of great, great actors over mm-hmm. the years. And Jack Nicholson, definitely uh, one of the greats, one of my heroes before I ever, um, you know, was able to be in a scene with him. And it was so inspiring because we shot that scene with him doing that, doing that speech. And everybody was like, holy, this is going to be so good. <laughs> and this is he's just crushing it. But what people don't understand sometimes about shooting a film is that it's multiple, multiple takes of multiple angles. And so that's a whole day of him doing that speech. And after we've shot all of the his coverage, meaning the stuff that's on him, mm-hmm. you then have to turn around and you have to shoot Tom reacting and Demi reacting and me reacting and the jury reacting and you know, all these other things. And all day long, he just kept bringing it and bringing it and bringing it. And it was really, it was really just cool. And, and you know, you, it makes you go. You, you, the, the great actors know that, that the, the scene is about everybody in the scene. And um, to deliver that kind of stuff for somebody off camera was, was just great to watch. Yeah, I imagine it had to have been just
0: amazing. Because there would be times where I guess you know you're not on camera and they're doing either him or somebody else. You would just be sitting there like everybody else, just staring at it, right? Yeah. I mean that. Yep. Unbelievable. Uh, before I let you go, let's talk about SixDegrees.org, your charity. What do you? What's the latest going on with we that? We have
3: a, we have kind of a fun thing uh, that we are just kind of putting together now, which mm-hmm. which has to do with uh, Philadelphia. Um, it's kind of based on a tune that I wrote about Philly. It's called the Philly Thing, and and uh, a lot of what Six Degrees does is we find good people who are doing Mm -hmm. great work down on the ground in grassroots organizations that maybe don't get the kind of exposure that the the bigger kind of charities Mm -hmm. uh do and so we found this really cool group in uh in philly called rock to the future which is uh providing instruments and and instrument lessons and recording situations for underserved kids in in the philadelphia area and we kind of constructed this song to have them play on it and bring some exposure to rock to the future. So we're going to be uh, dropping that uh, sometime in the next few months. Fantastic.
0: Fantastic. And I guess that leads to one, one extra true or false in terms of uh, six degrees. Is it true or false that you're a distant relative to Robert Redford, Mark Hamill and Richard Nixon? I I
3: don't know. I've heard, I've heard, uh, (laughs) I've heard the Richard Nixon one. Uh, Really? Yeah. uh, Um, you know, I did that that finding your roots thing with uh, Henry Louis Gates, uh, and and you know, I mean, I think that the cousin, the cousin thing is a, li- you know, distant relative. I mean, yeah, it's, we, it's not that hard to be a distant relative to pretty much anybody. I mean, I. Well you are Kevin Bacon. <laughs> I, <yeah. laughs> well, what we found right. out was that my wife and I are cousins. So, so there you go. Damn. Yeah.
0: Okay, that's a that's a reveal. That's, that's a, a big reveal. reveal. Yeah. So the Redford and Ham the the uh the I, Robert Redford and I'll Mark Hamill. I'll take Campbell. it. Listen, okay. I'll
3: take it, you know. Right, whatever.
0: Zzz. Okay. Zzz. There you go. You you have the force. Uh they slash them as well is coming right here on Peacock starting August 5th. You are in this uh this film.
3: It's it's a horror movie, huh? It's a horror true? movie set in a gay conversion camp. It's a very very <laughs> cool idea. Okay. Yeah. It's a very it's a scary movie, and I play the 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 uh, the head of this of this camp. Mm-hmm. I mean, part of the horror of the movie is that this even exists; that people think that this is even an option in right. terms of trying to uh, change someone's way of life with, you know, words or mind control or whatever it is. Um, but it's also like a really kind of empowering film for LGBTQ youth and. I think um, people are going to get a big kick out of it. It's it's it will not, not be without controversy, mm-hmm. uh, which is awesome, uh, and it also is a a little bit of a nod to uh, a, a, a world that I came from in some ways because one of my first movies was Friday the Thirteenth, which was a horror movie set in a camp, and now the tables have turned, and 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 uh, it's it's my camp. So
0: look at that. <laughs> Fantastic, and that's on August the 5th. That yeah. is a Friday, uh, August the 5th, a different, uh, different Friday with a different meeting. They slash them on Peacock, August 5th, and on July 31st, the return of City on a Hill for season number three. You are welcome here anytime, sir, as you Always know. great to be here. It's
3: a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. All Thank right, you. thanks
0: very much. Right here on The Rich Eisen Show, the great Kevin Bacon. will be wrapping this show when we come back. Send you to the weekend in a second. on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. That was a blast, huh? Kevin awesome. Bacon. Amazing. I mean, what a great guy. Everybody, Footloose. And
2: he signed your, uh, your a, yeah, album. Those are like part of the, that'll be, those are great. They're going, they're literally going to be like, they already. I already hit them. They're gone. I've been. They're already up on eBay. No,
0: I <laughs> would, would never do would that. Would you be able to pull that off today as a 24 year old in the high school?
1: Absolutely not. No. Don't you think? Absolutely not. Just like the telling a principal, tell. "Hey, I'm a
0: 24 year old actor, and I want to come into your high school and just see what it's like to be, no. you know, living in uh, the, in a spot where dancing is verboten, and uh, you know,
1: the problem. Small with, town America. The problem America. Me is Rich. When I was in high school, I looked 24, <laughs> so it wouldn't have really worked. Mm. You know what I keep forgetting, too, uh,
0: so, uh, but I'll bring it up. Remember Alan Ruck told oh, us that yeah. he was 20, He was playing Cameron, that he was in his late 20s, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He looked,
0: that Mia Sara yeah, yeah. was the only one on the set of, was, of uh, Ferris Bueller's Day it Off, who was actually the age that they were portraying. Remember that? <laughs> I do. That was in an Alan Ruck celebrity, true or false. Yep, yep, yep. That's- <laughs> he was here way back in the day promoting that newfangled show called Succession.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, my
0: God. I'm serious. That's what
1: it was. I know. So good. I know. Who knew that show would be on uh, rocket a rocket ship? freaking rocket
0: ship. I
2: was watching right. All the Right Moves the other day and just went to IMDb later and saw that Tom Cruise and Leah Thompson both did the same thing, went back to high school, and Tom Cruise, they said, got recognized day one. Like...
0: Went back to the... the, Yeah,
2: yeah, tried to just go back in high school to uh, research the Stefan Georgievich part, got recognized right off the bat, and they said, Leah Thompson, whatever school she went to, she got asked out on like five dates. (laughs) So,
0: (laughs) I (laughs) loved Leah Thompson. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Filmed in Johnstown, Pennsylvania. Then her in in, um, Back Back to the Future.
2: Mm. Boy. Michael J. Fox was older for that, too. I, mean, uh, I imagine so. Back yeah. to the future? Hey, yeah, Rich, that will, that's a good number. Me, of. Mike, and Chris were having a discussion yeah, uh, earlier to. today. I'm going to ask, Chris, ask Rich. Hey, ask Rich. The question. That ask we, Rich what? Well, what, we were talking what we were talking about. about. I would love to. Get These there.
1: guys think there's nobody alive on planet Earth who has ne- never heard of Michael Jackson. Of a certain of age. Of a certain age. Obviously not an infant. But I'm saying if you're over like eight. Chris is saying Elvis, that like, I'm saying hey, we go oh, to what the I'm the saying mall. is we could go to the mall right now and I could find ten people who have never heard of Michael Jackson. You could, I think so.
0: I, I think ag- that's I impossible. Think so, I think so too.
2: So you agree? But ten people they might, over they the might age twelve, but
0: they might they, they You
1: just, have to include that they've never heard of what he's done. You just, understand? Just do, yeah. Hey, do you know? Excuse me, excuse me. I know you're in the mall. Do you know who Michael Jackson is? Yes or no? And they'll be, and uh, I, we can find but then ten. But then you play. But say. then you play like Thriller, and they're
2: like,
0: "Oh, that oh, guy."
1: Yeah. No, we won't play. We'll just explain. Um, I just want to ask them who Michael Jackson is. They'll probably say no.
0: Some people have just got their heads completely in the sand. I'd agree with you. Thank you, Rich. Callaway Jaws. It's just fine for the Jaws. Callaway Jaws. This is the wedge that creates the rawest form of spin possible to deliver the best performance. The new Jaws Raw from Callaway. When we say raw, we mean Callaway has eliminated any material between the club face and the ball that translates to more friction. We're talking about one hop and stop spin. And for the first time ever, Callaway optimized wedge weighting using tungsten technology to give you a noticeably better – control and trajectory so you can attack the pin knowing your ball's going to fly and bite exactly the way you want it to jaws raw comes in four grinds including the all-new z grind for a more forgiving shot makers wedge as well as 17 loft and bounce combinations for every type of condition and playing style jaws raw doesn't just give you better wedge performance it gives you pure spin in its rawest form get yours at callaway golf.com jaws raw let me just tell uh everybody uh, the following. Um I don't know uh, if uh championship rings in uh, professional football anymore is to actually wear out and about. Uh,
1: Definitely
0: not. You know what I mean? Like I I I mean Definitely not. they they just getting bigger and now like they're double decker, now they they're so big there's some inside. Like off. maybe maybe you could maybe you could just leave some food in there. Yeah. You can like a little refrigerating system. Yes. <laughs>
2: Like a portable refrigerator.
0: The, the Rams rings are ridiculous. So They're crazy. beautiful. I Look mean, at that. Yeah, I love beautiful. the palm trees. I love the oh. gold. I love the diamond rings. That it wall just that is beautiful. That is truly beautiful. But then you open it oh. up, and inside that. is the actual stadium. By the way, it says Rams Bengals on there. It's like a shot of the actual yeah, field. The Everyone's football. just check it out at, at the Rams. Sites and then you look on the side. It's it's it, it is it's the stadium. It's so fire. So fire. It's beautifully yeah. done.
2: Piece of the football that won the game inside. Yeah, that was about to say. Do you guys notice that? Yeah. That, the, that was that's the little shout out to Jason underneath. of Beverly Hills who makes these rings. Man, this guy does a yeah, but I mean job.
0: you can't wear them walking around in Beverly Hills because they'll follow you home. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean
2: it's I, I'm, I'm
0: I, I don't mean to be. Uh, you it's, know, it's it's
2: beautiful.
0: <laughs> it is it is a.
1: Uh, I, I, when do you wear them? Just walking around the house? Now you wear them to the next one. Like Tom Brady only brings them out when they would go to the next ring ceremony. So he can go like with a. Do you lot remember, of
0: they used to be like the size of like your graduation class ring. Yeah. Yeah, I you know. I was actually gonna, wear them.
1: I was actually just gonna look on eBay to see if anybody's uh, is Selling them all. already. <laughs> yeah, well, not the Rams one, it's just oh, like ones. Just like old time ones
2: Guys do sell them when you know when they get. You know, they start look at, They need look money. at Aaron Donald. That's living beautiful. his best life. By man. the way, I like Aaron Donald's chances of walking around Beverly Hills and then being yeah, able to he's do he's it. Yeah, I mean, okay. he's good. You know, they, They'll probably pick someone else I'm to just follow. I'm telling <laughs> you what, <laughs> I'll tell guy.
0: you what, it's just that they don't <laughs> make don't rings like they used to anymore. No, no. they're beautiful. Honestly, uh, uh, look at that. Look at Von Miller's oh. ring. One time. I
2: imagine that's next to his Broncos one. It's just right. It's
0: like he's
1: just going to get bigger. <laughs> it's like three times. Yeah. It's like a
2: brooch. It's crazy. I mean, is he going? I mean, he's got a good chance of getting the third one this yeah. year. This
0: year with the Bills. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Soon, soon, you know what they're
0: going to do? They're going to make a ring. It's going to be like for two fingers. It's going to go over the soon whole. It's going to be whole, like brass
2: knuckles. Yeah. I want a Radio Raheem four finger ring, but yeah. that's yeah. what's going to be. Four, that's, four that's, what it's gonna be. <laughs> that's what it's going to be. That's what it's
0: going to be. Radio <laughs> Raheem Morris
2: <laughs> might be the first to Radio. get it.
0: Radio love and hate, you know. I don't just—they're crazy. When I saw they're that, definitely I like, not practical oh anymore. They're works of art. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Beautiful. He's I did saw a great some people too. kind Congrats of complaining that
1: uh, you know when it, when a franchise wins more than one, they put the second, you know, it's the second, the two, three. There's only one trophy on that. Oh. <gasps> St. Louis Rams Ooh. won a Super Bowl. Oh, Shouldn't
0: boy. there be two Ooh. on there? Yeah, I don't know. I think Stans turned the page. <laughs> i just, I'm just
1: saying. I don't know never heard about that. I'm
0: experience. just saying.
1: Shot at Beautiful
0: rings. Congratulations to the Rams. Now they got to go
2: win another one. According to Jerry Jones, the other owners pay for those rings. Oh, look at that. I think he told me that
0: once.
1: Okay, <laughs> thanks for watching this show. We wrap it up. We'll
3: see
0: you next
1: week.